everyone this is more power the benford 6100 series podcast i am steve the tool dude Caldwell, and again we have eliza the tool lady Caldwell. and i would say who else do we have on the line but today live in studio oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's j-e-e it's jeremy jeremy welcome welcome into the uh Thank you, Our thank you, thank you for here. having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, first time, uh, first time podcaster. Nope. Uh, no. Long, long time podcaster. First time guest. Studio. Sure. Host. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> um, we realized that we're just kind of over season one, so we're gonna try something new this time around. Uh, we're doing the. I haven't thought of a snappy name for it. We had Maybe. so much time. We did, uh, but lightning wh- round. The lightning sure. round, yeah, yeah. Love the it. the nope. lightning round episode where we each take an episode and then condense it down to ten minutes and do three episodes in one episode of the podcast. Yeah, um, followed by a very <laughs> special haiku about that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, I would like to go first. Okay. That's all right. Well, chronologically speaking, your episode you is first. Yeah. Sure. I'm not going to go so, out of order to uh, confuse people. Right, right. So I believe this is episode 18, titled, Baby, It's Cold Outside. I have no clue what mine was called. Mm. That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, sir. I, I got time to look it up. <laughs> all right, so we're just going to get right into it? So yeah, we're, we're kicking it off. Um, you so are on the we, clock. <laughs> oh, we got 10 minutes, right? 10 minutes flat? Mm-hmm. When does the time start? Now. Uh, yeah, now is a good time. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a timer started? Oh, you want a timer? Okay, fine. T- you know, no, you know, I'm already, I got it, I got it, yep. I got it, Go. I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> and three, two. <laughs> <laughs> so we open in the, in the kitchen. Uh, Brad is making a Valentine's Day card. So there's our first clue that it, it, this is a Valentine's Day episode. Uh, Brad is making a Valentine's Day card for Jennifer Sudarsky, but he's having a hard time uh, but figuring out exactly what to say. So it seems like he he really has genuine uh, preteen feelings for this girl, or else he would have just signed it and off it went. So uh, he's he's struggling. He shows Jill. Jill's not too jazzed that it's a GI Joe card, and she asks. Like, she's looking at the card, she's like, oh, what's this? And Brad enthusiastically says, oh, it's a flamethrower, which <laughs> I thought was pretty good. Um, and Jill Jill kind of, you know, is like, well, don't you want to get her something that, you know, actually shows her how you feel? And then he's kind of shot down by that. So then Tim comes around the corner and is psyched that it's a G.I. Joe card. And asked if he has any more left because he wants to give Jill a G.I. Joe card for Valentine's. I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter what the card is because as we learned a few episodes ago from Wilson's Wisdoms, mm-hmm. it's about the journey. Right. <laughs> right. Seashells or whatnot. Sand or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, now, I remember getting these cards when I was in elementary school. Wait, was this just a regular... It was a thing that happened. No, 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 but was this like... It wasn't like a Hallmark card. This was just one of those shitty little... Uh, yeah. And yeah. that was his big gift to this girl that he loves? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Hack. <laughs> Hack. So, um... So, Tim and Jill are now in the kitchen, and uh, Tim kind of teases Jill saying oh well you know you know how we've always wanted to go to Stone Creek Lodge wouldn't that be nice if we could get away this weekend and Jill's like well there's no way we could do that you'd have to call months in advance to make a reservation and Tim it pulls out of his pocket he's like what is this it's a reservation to what was it Stone Stone Creek Bone Zone Lodge Bone Zone yeah I, I added that part in. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Tim had said something that stupid. <laughs> right. So, clarifying. Jill is over the moon 
that Tim had the foresight to book this three months in advance that they go away this weekend to Bone Zone Lodge. Come on, ladies. Come and on, ladies. Yes, the plan Especially is... Especially for Tim, that's... Yeah, yeah. The plan is to drop the kids off at Aunt Helen's and head up to Stone Creek Lodge. Everything sounds great. So then we cut to tool time. Al is putting out a fire on a bumper <laughs> because who knew that chrome cleaner was flammable? And then Al comes back and says, well, the manufacturer sure did when they put the flammable label on there. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. I love it. Not a whole lot of Al in this. whole. This is the only part of the episode that Al is in. A little upsetting. Maybe well, we can make up for that we later. We still haven't seen Al... Like come into the tailor's house at all? Not yet. That doesn't no. start happening until later. The only thing we've seen now outside of Tool Time is when they went to the the store together to get Jill's gift. Right. Mm-hmm. Also in that same episode, immigration. <laughs> immigration. Let's not talk about it. The dark times. <laughs> Bad. So Al. yeah. Bad Al. Yeah. Naughty. Yeah. So. Immigration. Uh, <laughs> so. Tim says that they have a very special guest, and it is Mr. Binford. What was his name? Like John Binford or something? He comes out, and he is completely decked out in Binford camping gear. Nice. Not only does Binford make tools, but they also make camping gear. How is he decked out in camping gear? He has, like, like waist-high or chest-high waders on. Mm. He's got buffalo plaid, everything that isn't waders. Mm-hmm. He's is got, he advertising, like, or does he just yes. not know how yes. to leave the house? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is advertising the camping gear. And um, uh, Lisa goes through, like, kind of the checklist of everything he's wearing and how it's all... Uh, you know, double lined and waterproof and all of this stuff. And, uh, Binford, Mr. Binford kind of takes an audience poll and was like, how would everyone like to see Tim go out with his family and demonstrate this camping gear this weekend? Five minute warning. Five minute warning. (laughs) And we get a, a not so enthusiastic applause. Uh, I don't think they really want to see it, but Mr. Binford, more or less makes it seem like Tim wants to do this. So Tim agrees on air and then backstage Tim is like, bro, I can't go on this camping trip. I have very special plans with my lady this weekend. Right. And then Al steps in and Al is like, yeah, well, what if, what if I go and I take a camera and I just, you know, (laughs) take myself and join the camping gear. And then Binford comes back and says, who would want to see a bachelor talking to himself in the woods? And I thought that was so Aww. fucking low. Yeah. People like, watch Bear Grylls do it yeah. all the time. That's what it is. Right. Totally. Well, even, who's the other guy? Les, Les Stroud? Yeah, The yeah, other yeah. survival guy? Yeah. Because Bear Grylls, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bear Grylls <laughs> has a crew. Right. Where the other guy is, it's just him. Yeah, him well, and a camera. That's Meh, Probably not, really. <laughs> well, yeah, that's <laughs> debatable. Yeah. <laughs> It's all TV. But so, people would want to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would. This guy, he's not a TV exec. He's a tool maker. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, Tim is convinced. Holy shit. I got three, <laughs> three minutes of four. This goes fast. I know. Talk faster. Tim uh, gets guilt-tripted tripted into it <laughs> by Mr. Binford. And Mr. Binford is like, I would trade all of my six daughters for you. So, that's why Tim goes. So... The next scene, we are out in the woods. Oh, wait. Before that, Brad comes home and says that he didn't give his card to Jennifer Zdarsky because Bobby, whoever the fuck, gave him some, gave her some huge bear or whatever, and he felt like an idiot giving her a G.I. Joe card. Well, because he was an idiot. He was yeah. an idiot. He deserved to lose that bad. Absolutely. So, uh, we are now in the woods. We got Tim. He's in high spirits. Jill just fell down a hill. They're trying to set up the tent. And uh, Jill is reading Tim the instructions, and this is the part that I really wanted to get to. Uh, Tim is having a hard time with the tent, and then Jill is reading the instructions, and she says, by now, it should be partially erect. And they both look at each other, and at the same time, they say, the tent. Moving on. Man, I can't believe I missed that. Jill's saying that. Jill hates everything. The kids are miserable. Uh... Tim lights his foot on fire because he has electric socks and one of the tent poles stabs the battery. Oh my god. It was that's an excellent scene. So, 
Uh, Jill is like, I'll handle everything here. The kids are starving. Go get the food in the car. So Tim is wandering around the woods trying to find the car and runs into... Let's all say it together. A bear. Close. I was going to say Mr. Benford. Wilson. Uh, what? Yeah, Wilson <laughs> is in the woods. He comes up into the woods. Two minutes left? Right. He, Fuck. Catch he comes up into the woods to, quote, lose himself, end quote, which I thought was really nice. Like, that seems like something uh, Wilson would do. Yeah. It feels like Just, a great thing to do. Great exercise. Lose yeah. yourself in with the music, music the moment you want. You want it, you better never Minute 45. Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, honestly, I... I don't know what Wilson's wisdom was this week. Okay. I don't have the time to explain it either. So <laughs> let's uh, go. Okay. Let's uh, go, people. So I wrote, finds Wilson, something happens, Tim comes back with food. So there we are. Tim finally found the car, comes back with food, and Jill is having a great time. She set up the tent. She made a fire. The kids are drinking hot chocolate. And then Tim gets some hot chocolate. And he's like, oh, this is kind of minty. And then Jill says, oh, because I put toothpaste in it. Why? I don't know. I guess to make mint hot chocolate. I've accidentally <laughs> swallowed toothpaste. It gives Gross. me a stomach ache. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, so Jill, Jill is like, you know what? This camping stuff isn't so One bad. One minute morning. Fuck. This camping stuff isn't so bad. Maybe we don't have to go to Bone Zone Creek. And uh, everything turns out pretty all right. Um, Jennifer, and at the end, Jennifer and Brad finally exchange valentines. And Jennifer gives this super creepy... Um, uh, uh, preteen, like, come hither, like, her face is down, and she's like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, uh, I think that's a bit, that's how the episode ends. 30 seconds. Do I have to do my haiku within the 10 no. minutes? No. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You have 24 seconds to say whatever you want. Um... <laughs> Did you like oh, okay, it? Okay, okay, okay. I, I remember I remember the um the poem that Brad gave to Jennifer. It was uh forget the forget the bear, forget the flower, be my Valentine, I have more power. Ooh. Three Yes two, One <laughs> Yes I did it! Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Uh-oh. Alright. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, so that, is, that is hard. That was intense. <laughs> now, uh, I think I, love I think we should have cleared this up earlier that we all watched this episode in the same room. Oh yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. to mention that. You two on your headphones on an iPad and your phone, and yep. me on your TV through the speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were random moments where we would each of us would <laughs> just laugh chuckle a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which moments were those for you? Um, I think the the gut busting part was the should be partially erect. <laughs> that was that now, really got me. There were moments where you had laughed when I laughed. And I didn't know if we were laughing at the same time that or if you had. Well, yeah, laughed. because I had looked up and I love you. Okay, the episode. That's that you what I did. thought. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. I didn't know if we just lined up. No. This show's good, but it's not that good. And did but, you did you uh, watch this episode regular? No, this episode was slowed down, but also pitch shifted higher than normal. <laughs> so it was <laughs> an interesting. Like, oh, so they didn't pitch shift it back up no, to they, regular. They no, passed it. They they surpassed. <laughs> it was a very strange watch. And in the background of this video, because like you know, it was PIP. Yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, it, it almost looked like. Um, what what's the the underwater thing that like kind of flows that the clownfish hang out in? Oh, like anemone? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. That it was a very strange mm. background. So if I could do a real quick fashion zone. Judges, are we letting this in? I just wanted to okay. point. Uh, Jill had uh, a really thick headband on, mm-hmm. which gave her huge bangs and like a really kind of waterfally hair look. I did not care for it. Oh, I thought you were gonna. No, say I'm not a bangs guy. I, I think I think for these for these condensed ones, we should do one article for okay. the fashion. You got it. Okay. Uh, I worked mine into my manuscript that I wrote. (laughs) I don't know if you can get through all of that in 10 minutes, bro. Challenge accepted. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Is it time for my haiku? I think if you're done, yeah. Okay. This is a 575 haiku uh, to summarize the entire episode. Do you have a title for yours? No. I don't either. Actually, the title is Untitled. Oh, that's so deep. I know. (laughs) Okay. 
Tim does good thing first, <laughs> then fucks up. Brad is a bitch. Will saves Tim's marriage. Will is short for Wilson. Can, we, can I get that again? Mm-hmm. I don't. Tim does good thing first. Yeah, that's five. Then, then fucks up. up. Brad is a bitch. That's seven. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. I Will saves it. Tim's marriage. Yeah. That's five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nailed it. But it's pronounced mariage. Mariage. <laughs> so you lose. <laughs> Shut up. <clears throat> All right. So that guys, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed. Well, we doing got two that. more of them to do. Okay. Cool. I'll, I will set the um, timer. The timer. Oh boy. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Eliza, are you up next? So, yep, it's me. All right. Ready? Wait. Okay. Let me just let me just lay the groundwork first. Oh, okay. so, so you cheat. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> So my I episode is called Unchained Malady. Whoa. You sure it wasn't Milady? Ma- it is not Milady. <laughs> it totally oh reads Milady. Mm. Unchained Milady. Milady. Um, okay, so that's all I have. So ready? Ready? Yep. Five, four. Alright! So we start off the episode in the kitchen. Um, Jill is hanging out with her buddy friend. I forget what her name is. What's her name? I don't know. What but are you doing? We're just saying it's brilliant that you brought oh. up the episode on your iPad. Because I didn't take notes. <laughs> right. Alright, I get to get 20 extra seconds. No, we talked through his. Okay, so anyway, Jill's hanging out with her buddy friend, and Tim is kind of like... Are you talking about Karen? Yes, Karen. Okay. Tim is like mocking them, and he's like... Oh, and also, mine was pitch shifted up. <laughs> so, but so, regular speed. But regular speed. So, everyone's voices were higher, which yes. made everyone sound so much cuter. But also, <laughs> Tim, he does a, an, a high voice in his high voice, plus it was pitch shifted. Oh. So, he was like, oh, please, I am Mr. That happened to me with the bowling episode. It was uh, yeah, 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 so yeah. high. It was like mouse noise. So, he's making fun of them. <laughs> And, of course, they're sassing him. And um, Randy says he's going to the park with his bike. Bye. Goodbye. Um, and then Jill finds his letter. And she's like, oh, I found this um, this chain letter in the mail. This episode. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she's like, oh, um, if you don't do it, um, it says here that a naval officer from Borneo got his head chopped off. And he goes, no, no, that was the head waiter got his navel chopped off. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But um, she's like, no, really? You're going to have bad luck. And he's like, I don't believe any of it. Throw, And he throws it in the garbage. And so then he gets to tool time and he is – he – comes in and he's like, oh my god, Al, you wouldn't believe the morning I had. I My car ran out of battery. I had to restart it. I'm late getting here. Blah, blah, blah. And Al is like, wow, well, you wouldn't believe me. I've had so much good luck today. Um, you know, like, I forget what happened. Oh, he found $20 on the street and then he won a shovel, a shovel on a radio <laughs> contest. And Tim what was is like, that radio so, show? So Al called into a radio station? Yeah, to win a shovel. Which, like, couldn't he get one for free from Ben? Right. (laughs) We're back to that. Right. Right. So, and Tim's like, I don't think that's good luck. And then as soon as he says that, um, Lisa walks by and she's like, oh, Al, I forgot to ask you, um, the heat stopped working in my house. Can I sleep over at your house tonight? Oh, Lisa. And then so Tim. Bong bong time. So then, so then Al looks at Tim and he's like, yeah, right. I don't have good luck. And then (laughs) he kind of, they were kind of talking and he's like. I get it. You're the one who sent me the letter. So now mm-hmm. we know that Al is the one who sent him the chain letter. Uh-huh. Cut uh-huh. back to the house. So is this like one of those um, <coughs> like the, those African princes are need mm. money things, but like back in the day? That's a scam. The internet? That's a, the, a chain letter is just it's just for stupid. entertainment, really. Yeah. But basically, all of them were like, if you don't do this, something bad's gonna happen to you. For no reason at all. Anyway, back at the house, we have um, Randy and um, the bigger one. And. <laughs> ZTV. Yeah. ZTV. And we've Randy, abandoned everything that we've built. Randy. Because you can't. Comes, you don't have time. Shut up! 
love you people. See? I'm trying to get through. Randy comes back with his bike. His front wheel is missing. Everything's like bent and broken. His helmet has a crack in it. And he's like, oh, I shouldn't have gone off that five foot jump. Like, mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Five and foot? No way. Yeah, double overhead. <laughs> <laughs> and so then um, they're like, all right, well, let's just bury it under the fence. And if they find it, we'll tell them that lightning struck it. Brilliant. <laughs> and they're like, uh, okay. So then we go back into the house. Um, Mark is trying to blow bubbles with his gum, and he can't. So he, um, so he ends up trying to blow, and he spits his gum out on the floor and just walks away, leaves the gum on the floor. And then Jill gets a call. It's from Al. Al says, blah, 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 blah. Tell Tim to do this for his hands. And she's like, oh, okay. So Tim comes in the door. You don't know what the issue right, is. Right, right. Tim comes in the door, and he his hands are in his pockets, and they keep trying to, like, make him take his hands out. Like, oh, like, I am I apologize. Let's shake on it. And then Jill's like, oh, Randy left his basketball on the ground. Here, catch. <laughs> and she throws it at it. It literally hits him in the gut, and it falls down. His hands are still in his pockets. And Commitment. so... Yeah. So and she's like, "Give me a hug," and he doesn't use his hands. And she's uh, like, that, that five minute warning. Okay. She's. He's like, "I know, I know, I know. I dyed my hands green. They're like literally oompa loompa green." Nice. Um, oh, I for can a visual. See it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So he dyes them green, and and she's like, "Don't you think this is part of the bad luck?" He's like, "It's not bad." luck and then she's like all right oh and then he says oh i just got a phone call george foreman is gonna be on my show and they keep going like george foreman the hockey player the really that like they don't uh, know who he chicks, is man and so then so then they're like she's Had like he not been selling grills yet no okay no anyway so then he's like, all right, so box with me. Let's box. And he's like, I'm so much better than you. You can't touch me. You can't hit me. Blah, blah, blah. And then Mark goes, Mommy, I blew a bubble. And and Tim turns around, and she just socks him in nice. the gullet. And right then, in the gullet. And he, well... He gets hurt. So <laughs> moving on. Moving on. She hits him, and he, and then he, now he has a black eye. The friend leaves, and he goes, "Oh my! I'm, I told you I have good luck." Nice. Haha. He's looking for the chain letter. Um, he can't find it because Jill said it went out in the trash. Um, and then, oh, they find the bike under the fence because Wilson gave Wilson gave them the bike back and was like, "I think you're missing this." And then so they yell at the kids. <laughs> And, yeah, they're pretty dumb. So then, um, then what happens? Then what happens? So then they're back at tool time. Um, George Foreman's there. He's pretty cool. He tries to <laughs> hammer something into, like, he tries to, like, hammer something into, like, a stair. And he breaks the entire thing. He, like, hits it once and the entire thing explodes. So I was nice. like, yeah, we get it. You're really strong. Um, and then there was, like, really a really strong. awkward, like, domestic abuse Foreman? Yeah, okay. uh, comment from, oh, from George? George. No, I think it was from Al, because, like, George was like, what happened to your eye? And Tim was like, oh, it's nothing. And Al was like, that was from his wife. And it was like, everyone laughed, and I was like, I don't think Ooh. that's... Uh, maybe we shouldn't joke but about that, But the show was definitely not afraid of going the other way, so... I guess not. Well, it was the, <clears throat> the right way to go in the 90s. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, we're back at the house, um... Tip goes up to Wilson. He's like, you know, I have this friend who accidentally got punched in the face, dyed his hands green, and then, you know, whacked himself or whatever. Classic asking for and, a friend. And he was like, let me guess. That friend is you. And he's like, maybe. And he's like, so what do you do to ward off bad luck? And he's like, well, there's this really rare thing called wolfsbane. And he's like, you got any? And he's like, yup. And he's like, um, and what else can I use? And he's like, you can use garlic. And he's like, oh, I don't have any of that. And he's like, do you have... Yup. And like, give, like literally just like before he even finishes Two asking, warning. hands it to him. So he puts it in his pockets. He puts one in each breast pocket. And then Jill finds him inside while he's working on Randy's bike to try and fix it because they're all mad at him and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so she, you know, is like, don't... She's like, I realize it's not that you have bad luck now. You've always had bad luck because you're a klutz. Aha. Yeah. So it's like no big news. Yeah. 
And then and then he's like and then he's like, all right, well, to reverse my bad luck, I need three kisses. And then they just there's a lot of tongue on that last one for the listeners. Oh god. So and then they start sparring in the kitchen. I guess, you know, to practice fighting again. And they actually have, like, gloves on this time. Mm-hmm. And, like, she keeps distracting... Di- sub- what is it called? Distracting him and, like, booping him. And, like, every One time minute. she hits him, he she goes, like, boop! But I, it's I so pitch-shifted. It sounds so funny. Do you want to hear it? Can we hear it? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, oh, she goes, bink. bink. Here we go. I'm not falling for this again. I can't get my hair out of my mouth. Put the earring on. Bing! Bing! When I say ready, we start, okay? Okay. All right. 30 seconds. It's very cute. And that's it. That's how it ends. Whoa! Whoa! She pulled it off. Yeah. Anything you want to say in the last 20 seconds? I feel like there was so much other stuff that happened that I had to skim over. Uh, There was a lot of good jokes in there that I don't Yeah, I I heard you... Yeah, Busting you were a chuckling a bunch. Over Especially on the couch. someone who was so anti doing this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, I liked. I like the. I love the girls together. That's my favorite part. Karen and mm-hmm. Karen and Jill. Jill. Karen being Corey Matthews. That's it. NBA birds. Yeah, we we call this ringtone NBA birds. Just listen totally, to it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the stadium orchestra, but there's yeah. birds. But there's birds. It's very space jammy. Yeah, very, very. Um, fashion so, zone. Um, okay, so I've got a good one. Jill had an excellent outfit on. Okay, chambray top. Nice, nice. your favorite. Wait, should we and do the chambray song? Chambray, chambray. Okay, so I'm that... Sorry. Yeah, you're, Don't worry about left it. <laughs> um, and then she was wearing, like, a high-waisted, almost like, you know, the, the skirts that are kind of, like, corduroy, but it's a floral print? It's a tiny corduroy, like, really thin corduroy. I don't think I've ever seen anything. No. Like ah, I, I know boys. what you're talking about. Like, I've seen it on furniture, but I've never okay. seen someone wear that. Yeah. Well, that's like, it was like red floral, but like baby corduroy, I'm guessing. Baby corduroy. Like, in a long, like a floor length skirt. Hmm. High-waisted. It was very cute. With like a big, chunky, like western type belt. It was a nice. good look. Okay. Oh, so my haiku. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> mm, wait. <laughs> You didn't write it Wait. down. Mark blows a bubble. Five. Yeah. Okay. Um, George Foreman will punch you hard. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> uh, oh, chain letters are dumb. Five. Very nice. On the fly, she pulled that off. No, it was not on the fly. I planned oh. it. Chain letters. I just had to letters. make sure. Letters. Let's two. Letters. Letters are dumb. That's Chain five. letters. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you. I thought you tried to count the S or the syllable. Letters. Letters. Sometimes I do add extra syllables, but no, not that time. All right, wow. Joe, you ready? Oh, I'm up already. Yeah. Well, do you well, have anything? Well, one thing I wanted to say about George Foreman is. How many kids does he have? Seven or nine? Something like that. And they're yeah. all named George, George Foreman. Foreman. And Georgiana. Mm. Why? Why would you do that it's to a, yourself? He, Literally the dumbest thing. I heard. think he thought it'd be fun. But then they all but, have to have like nicknames no, anyway. No, no, no. I've like, seen interviews and stuff with the kids, and they know by the tone in which he says it. No. Yes. Mm. Like, George? George! Yeah. <laughs> you just George. had two totally different people. That's very yeah. Zatarans of you. It's very like Mandarin to like just the inflection. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Totally now, uh, I also remember hearing that the George Foreman grill was originally pitched to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yes. And he mm-hmm. turned it down. Yeah, that's in like one of the oh, documentaries. I thought that he invented it. I thought George Foreman no, invented it. No, no, no. Then why would he? Because the person that invented it needed somebody to sell it. Right. Oh. Like George Foreman. Right. Like Chuck Norris has nothing to do with the Nordic track. Right. Wait. Excuse track? me? No, it's um No, that's Christy. No. Bo- not body, not Bo- 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 No, it's the 
like the the total gym. Like, total gym. Total gym. And Christy Brinkley. And Christy Brinkley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought that they were calling it Norris Track. Norris <laughs> Track. <laughs> Norris and I was like, wait, what? That would have been amazing. I thought he invented it. it was Norris Track. Norris Track. That's a totally different thing. Oh that my god. Totally different. Can thing. I tell you a quick story though? Absolutely. We got plenty of time. I know we do. That's why it's like in between our spiels, we have time to just guys. Chill. I I love this format. I know it is Easier. so much better. So, I don't remember. I think we might have talked about this before. I know I've told you this. I just can't remember if it was on the podcast or not. But when when I was young and people would send me chain letters and... Like, I had to have been, like, mm, like kindergarten, you know, and, like, friends would send them, and it was, like, you, like, I always felt like oh, I have to do it or whatever. But my mom would tell me that it was against our religion. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was, wow. like, she was, like, no, you can't do that. It's against our religion. And I, I think she just didn't want to do it because she yeah. was, like, it's too much work. But, like, I just was, like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember chain letters were, like. A somewhat regular thing in my house. Yeah, they came around. I remember the opposite, where my mother would be like, "No, you have to do it." Hmm? Um, I also remember parents even took them that seriously. My mom, well, my mom, like, kind of grew up in that culture of like Hmm. chain letters. Yeah. So, like, when my sister would get a chain letter, she'd be like, "Girl, girl, you've got to do this." (laughs) Then there was like the money ones, where it's like, listen. You send me back a dollar, and then you send this to five people who oh, send right. that you a dollar. That's called a Ponzi scheme. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, but then, but you're never making money. My brother money, did that. Are you? Mm. Well, in theory, right? If I send a dollar, someone gave one to me, right? right. I, and I send that dude a dollar, and then send it to you two, right? And then you both send me a dollar. I now have two dollars. But you had so, three dollars, so you're out. No, 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 no. I only had one dollar, so I'm positive one dollar. Oh, okay. So I broke even, and then I got a dollar back. Hmm. And then you guys send it to five people, and then so you... this whole thing is just to make a dollar. Well, no, because in, if I send it out to five hundred people and say yeah. you guys all give me a dollar, and then send this to a hundred people, oh. I then get four hundred ninety nine dollars profit. Oh, wow! Assuming that everyone does it. It's stupid. Amazingly stupid than anyone would have ever done it. Right. But, but yet, it I happened. mean, yeah, yeah. like wh- whatever is it Tony Ponzi or whatever his name yeah. was with the whole uh what was it like uh sta- it's was stamps, it stamps? It- Italian stamps. Oh, whatever. I didn't he know where it started from. Yeah. Raked in so much money. Yeah. And he would pay people back from the money he, that he took would from, take other, from people. other people. And it worked for a while until they he reached the caught. end where everyone he had already tried to swindle was like <laughs> Where's my money? (laughs) Wow. We should do a podcast on that There's a drunk history about it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Then, do you guys have friendship bread? Excuse me? No, is that like monkey bread? No, no, no. I don't like monkey (laughs) bread. No, no, no. So friendship bread's like you you make... Basically, you get bread. A bag of dough. And then it's like, like someone... Like, I give it to you. Right. Okay? And then you... Take that dough in, and like it comes with a recipe, yeah. and you add a couple ingredients to it okay. that then like basically doubles it. Okay. You cut yours in half, give it to a friend. You make your the one you keep. So now you have a bread, and your friend then takes that bread, does the same thing that you did, doubles it, makes their own, sends so, it on. It's like, like a chain letter. So with what bread. you're saying is this bread is going to turn into the graveyard slush when you just get every flavor from the ice cream truck. You're getting everyone's finger goo in there for the past 50 people. And then well, think probably, about, think yeah, about but, in, uh, in shipping or in transport, this dough is going to proof. You're going to get a really bad bake out of that bread. You are. Listen, no, we, uh, this came through my house several times <laughs> and there was never any issues. You guys it. It was, I have never heard of anything like that. Oh, yeah. I'll, you can send dough in the mail, just like put a stamp on it. Like, no, no, I don't think it was a mail thing. I think it was like a, oh, like a, in a school a thing. It was like yeah, it was like a neighborhood thing or like okay. a, like a brownies thing. That makes thing. me feel a little My better. My sister was in brownies. It probably started there. Okay, okay. I'll, that makes me I'll feel a little I'll call better. her tomorrow. It's late. Otherwise, yeah. I'd call her right now. I'd be like, tell them about friendship bread. <laughs> You're live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, you ready, Jeremy? Yeah, do you know what my episode was called yet? Um, oh, uh, uh, something about, um... Birds of a feather... Uh, birds, birds of a feather okay. Oh my god, that makes so much sense right now. Okay. Okay. Wait, what What, what does malady mean? Malady? Well, malady. I think it, like, it's, it's like a play It's an illness. Oh. Like, or an affliction. Oh, okay, so it doesn't make any sense. Like, you never heard of, like, oh, that's like a bad malady. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, okay. I see, so... So bad luck with I the malady? Like all the things that happened to him were the like was like a malady. It's like an ill. Uh, it means like illness. Oh, okay. See, I'd never heard the malady before. That's why I thought it was malady. <laughs> but also, that's M apostrophe. Well, I know, but I thought it was a play on that. But also, I thought malice because in the mm. picture they're boxing, and uh. I didn't watch the episode. And I just found out about this, so I thought they were f- literally fighting, and it was yeah. a malice. It was a play on malice. Well, like, like a malice lady. When I malady. think of like malady. <laughs> I think of like polio, so I was like, "Who's getting super sick in this?" And well, then no one did. His hands were green. His hands were green, right. but that was temporary. George Foreman was probably a huge pole in that time. That's okay. what I was thinking. I was like, "This is the biggest celebrity that they've had on the Whoa, show." Whoa, Bob Vila! <laughs> Give the guy some respect. <laughs> Whatever. His okay, old, this old house. Okay, I'm I'm ready. All right, here we go. So wait, my episode was called. Birds, Birds oh. of a feather flock to Taylor. There you go. Okay. Ready? Three. In five. Okay. Four. Three. Shh. No, you say the three no. and then you... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. In five. five four, four. Three. Thank you for doing the hand thing. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so this episode was called Birds of a, of a Feather Flock to Taylor, which now makes the episode make sense and my haiku make less sense, but <laughs> uh, it starts with them building a birdhouse. Aha! Yeah. Already makes sense. Already makes sense. Um, and... Tim says to Mark, it's Mark and Tim and they're at the table, and it's, it's not like a birdhouse, like a shitty one you see, like this thing, it's like a house. Yeah. Like right. a scaled house. It looks like a dollhouse. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Tim says, God is in the details, which I believe it's the devil is in the details, because the details of anything are the hardest thing to do. Right. And that, oh. and that is also the idiom. Right. But he says, God is in the details. That's wrong. Yeah. Continue. Mm-hmm. Uh... So they have two walls of this thing up. So they basically have an L. And uh, and Tim goes, once this glue dries, we're going to put in the bird jacuzzi. <laughs> and he pulls out this, like, basically a bowl, but it was, like, oh sculpted God. differently. That's... And it looked like a little hot tub for birds. That's and I was like, really that's cute. cute. That's cute. That's nice. That's so cute. Um, and then Jill is trying to figure out what she's going to wear to the fun opera, opera fundraiser, mm. okay? Mm. So she has, like, two dresses laid out. What's, what is this? Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, and she is trying to figure out which one's cuter to wear. Um, and then her and Tim get in a fight because she never told Tim about this. And Tim, you know, yes, I did, no, I didn't, that whole thing. Um... And then Tim starts... Well, oh, wait, about the fundraiser? Yes. Okay. And then, so Tim starts making fun of the opera, and I can't remember the tone that he uses, but his, his like, fake opera lyrics were, I got a new haircut. So <laughs> oh, he's, like, singing it, he's like... I got a new haircut! I got a new haircut! That's his opera impression. Um... And then we dive right into a tool time, where they're fixing an engine, mm-hmm. which I, I realize... It comes into play more often as the show goes on. Cars? But I think this is the first time that we've seen Tool Time work on cars. Yeah. Well, in my episode, which was, I believe, two episodes back from yours, they were doing something with a bumper. Right, because you said something about the, the, the chrome cleaner. Yeah, the chrome cleaner. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, same thing in this. They're promoting some sort of Binford engine cleaner or whatever. <laughs> but it was hard to focus on that through all of the, um, the sexism. <laughs> um, Tim says... Al said something about a woman doing something, and then Tim says, quote, why would a woman look under the hood of a car? We don't look under the washing machine. Yikes. Which is directly <laughs> contradictory to him, because in the pilot episode, episode, he fixes the dishwasher. Yeah. He yeah. rewires the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, yep. 100%. Rude. Uh, so, like, the, it's not like he said, like, we don't look in their makeup drawer. It was like, an appliance. Right. Rude. Um, so, they're gonna they're gonna clean this engine block or whatever, and it's some fancy engine from some piece of shit Detroit car. And they happen to have these two guys in the audience who love 
the show <laughs> and actually worked on the assembly line for the 70s. Mm-hmm. All these famous cars that came out of Detroit. Sure. And they're talking about the car, and they so he's like, "Yeah, come on down. You guys can come on the show." Pulls him out of the audience. They they like blow right by Tim, and they go to talk to Al. Like, can we get one of those Borland salutes? Oh my god! <laughs> and he gives him like a kind of like a oh, I don't know if I should do this. Looks directly at the camera. Boom! Throws down the salute. <laughs> Loved it. Loved uh. every second of it. Tim gets all bent out of shape. He says, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> Uh, he goes, he's my assistant. He assists me. Classic line, <laughs> of yeah. Can't handle it. Can't do it. And so they start talking about the engine in this car and how the Thunderbird was Ford's answer to the Corvette and blah, blah, blah. And then the, all three of these guys, Tim and the two guys, do the whole, 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 and they're grunting like. I'm sure they were terrible. They were. Yeah. And, um,. They, but it's like they were doing it as if it's like every guy does that, hmm. which is obviously not the case. Uh, the only guy that we've known to do this is Tim. Right. So it was very mm-hmm. weird. Also, kind of funny, one of the dudes who is the sexist, more sexist of the group, which we'll find out later, uh, has like double lazy eyes. So his eyes are like rever- reverse cross eyed. They're both going Splash. out. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so like, a, like a stingray. So he was the guy who did the for uh, a horse. He <laughs> he did the front end of the car, and the other guy was actually the guy who put the bumpers on. So they're wrapping up tool time, and he goes, "Just remember, guys, next time we're driving a '73 Thunderbird or whatever, this is the guy who put the bumper on, and this is the guy who put the <laughs> headlights on." And the headlights guy's eyes are like pointing <laughs> totally oh, off. They do like a, they do like a super close up of yeah, that guy's of face. His, oh, his yeah. googly oh, eyes. Guy. It was great. Uh, that, that's a five minute warning for you. Oh fuck me! I'm in tool time still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, Make it lean. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Lean cuisine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, oh, they and they tell Tim about Big Mike's Tavern on air, so they can try to clean up their tab at Big Mike's Tavern. Ah. Sounds like a man's bar. That's a quote. Mm. Um, so, Tool Time's already over, which makes me think that Tool Time does in fact exist in between commercial breaks of some mm-hmm. other show. Uh, wow, what a concept! Yeah. Mark has mm, a wow. sick bomber's jacket. Nice. Uh, he's He still wants to feed these birds, but the house isn't ready, so he grabs some bread, he tries to go outside and do it, and Mark and Randy tell him that he has to chew it up first like a, bo- um, oh, a baby, bird. baby bird does. He's going outside to do it, and Jill stops him and says, you can't do that. They go back inside. Ugh. Whatever. She goes, just go rub up the, bird, the bread and give it to the birds. He's gone. They're gone. Uh, Tim comes in. How'd the show go? Show went great. She's she's got uh, she's got another bag of clothing, friendship uh-huh. bread. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> and she's like, uh, she's like, I got, I got, I think I know what I'm gonna wear. It's a little risky. And you're like, Jew. Yeah. Uh, and she unzips the bag, and it's like a suit kind of bag, like like you know, like yeah. you get it, like sure. a whatever. And unzips it, and it's a tuxedo. Uh, so she's wearing a tuxedo? She's, she, that's what her plan is to wear to this thing, because she wants to make an impression at the opera fundraiser, right? Uh, they get in another fight, Tim and Jill. Um, this time it's about how she always tells him things, like, as she's in the other room, like women do. Wait, like what? You know, well, you'll be like, hey, so what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I don't know. What's up with you? And then you'll go into the kitchen and you'll say the important thing and then come back in and be like, great. And then like five <laughs> days later, you're going to be like, I told you that five days ago, but I had no clue because you're in the other room. Right. Trust me. I'm pretty sure it's why my parents got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're supposed to go to this fundraiser and Tim's like, I just want it right I, uh, Tim go, Tim's basically doesn't want to do it at all. Come back from commercial break. Tim is in Mike's Tavern. Why? He shouldn't be there. He should be at the fundraiser with Jill. Mm-hmm. More sexist stuff happens. The dude with the wonky eyes says, yeah. women like to be called dames. They should wear nylons. <laughs> they should, you know, whatever. Uh, the other guy, the, the other guy says, um, after 45 years of being with my wife, I real, I've learned that all women are different. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you things in different ways. Mm-hmm. And then Tim starts thinking about it and he realizes that Jill wrote on the calendar something about uh, fun, uh, fur raisins. Fur raisins. Ah. And then they do the whole thing. They play it out. Fundraiser. Ah. And she told them about hors d'oeuvres and she's been talking about cleaning his suit and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he puts it all together. Back at the house, Brad has now put 12 coats of paint on the birdhouse post. Oh Two minute warning. Wilson is playing croquet by himself. Ah. So sad. Jill goes out to talk to Wilson, stands on top of this toolbox so she can see over the fence. Which so cute. Tim doesn't do. Smart. Jill's clearly smarter than Tim. Yeah. 
she starts talking to Wilson. I can't, I'm so mad at Tim. He didn't remember that I said this. And then she's like, I wrote a uh, fundraiser on the calendar. I said uh, I was going to clean his suit, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. she goes, I never actually told him. Mm-hmm. So she realized that she's wrong. She goes back inside. Uh, oh, first Wilson says, it's always so much easier with Jill. <laughs> Go, goes back, says that to the camera. Yes. Goes back inside. Tim just happens to be getting home. The two of them, but Tim, I gotta talk to you. No, I gotta talk to you. That whole thing. Tim goes first. He says, listen, I know I wasn't listening to you. You told me and blah, 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 blah. I understand that you're, you told me in a different way, whatever. And instead of Jill owning up to it and being like, you know what? I didn't tell you. Nope. She takes the low road and no, she, just, she just takes the compliment, says, you're right, Tim. So, uh, you okay. know, it's okay. It's time one minute warning. She wins one. one minute warning. Fuck. So we go to a commercial break. We come back and they're at Mike's bar again, probably because they didn't have the money to build another set for the fundraiser. So they just went back to the bar that sure. started that. Um, and they said that they decided to split the night and go to the fundraiser and the bar since they both kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill goes and dances with creepy wonky eye dude. And the other guy tells this really nice story about how his wife used to have these figurines and she put them out every morning and it annoyed him so every night he'd take them down and then every day she did this and then she died and he, he said they're still in the window because he left them there for his wife, whatever. He says, you don't have to understand her, you just have to love her. And then Tim and... Um, and the crazy dude, a wonky-eyed dude, Tim cuts in, they dance together uh, as Wilson creepily watches uh-huh. over... A newspaper, because Wilson's in this bar watching Watching. Here we go. (laughs) And NBA Birds brings us home. (laughs) Which is funny, because this episode actually ended with, like, the post-credit thing. Oh, yeah. You were watching with me. There's, like, two birds sitting on a branch, and and Jill and Tim are doing, like, voiceover conversations of them. It was was a bad bit. It was a bad bit. Funny. I didn't so, like they anything. They said. Yeah, but it was weird. Yeah. It was funny. Like I don't think I think it's funny to do that. Yeah. Like if me and you were doing that, right? It'd be hilarious. Yeah. But they, but just, they, they didn't they execute. Funny. They didn't execute. Yeah. Totally. Um, fashion zone. Oh, fashion zone. I got something to say about your fashion zone. Okay, so Tim, I, my my. my I have a bigger fashion zone, but my, if I may do a quick one and then a bigger one. Sure. Mm. Uh, Tim's ties were out of control in this episode. <laughs> Huge. Uh, wide. Super wide. Yeah. Very terrible patterns and color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my actual fashion zone would be it didn't matter what dress Jill picked because she looked like a babe. Mm-hmm. And Yo. her in the tuxedo uh-huh. totally pulled it off. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I distracted. I think I don't have a problem with a woman in a power suit. No way. You know? <laughs> I think during my Wilson Tim talk the in the woods. The reason you don't have a Wilson's The wisdom? reason I don't have a Wilson's wisdom is because Jill was wearing <laughs> not quite a tuxedo, but a pantsuit. Right. And it looked real good. Right. She looked great. Real good. I have a beige pantsuit. <laughs> get it, model it right now. Get in here. Let's do it. Oh my god! It's not great. It's not great radio, but you know, <laughs> we'll let you know how you look in a pants. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's time for what everyone has been asking for: the, the haiku. haiku. Um. So right off the top, like I said, um. No, I got the five. I wrote mine down. Okay, but I'm just saying. I just uh, want to double check. Oh no no. So uh, I just. Mine doesn't make much sense because I didn't get the title. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and also because there was literally three parts with the birdhouse, or two parts, and one of them didn't involve the birdhouse. Okay. Right. Okay, so <clears throat> here's my haiku. Ready? Mm-hmm. Birdhouse makes no sense. <laughs> birdhouse <laughs> makes no sense. That's five. Okay. Communication is key. Communication is key. Seven. Wilson is a creep. Wilson is Whoa. a creep. Yeah, I like yeah, absolutely. It. Because he was in the bar <laughs> creeping the whole time. Behind the paper. And he's like, yo, Jill, yeah. sup? Yeah. yeah, so weird. So creepy. <clears throat> Great. Well, um. My question is. Oh, yeah, go ahead. What do you think about girls in nylons? I, I mean, I don't think that it's a required look <laughs> like like but the I thing too is, like if a girl's wearing pantyhose well, is that like ew or that's like oh her legs look nice like that uh, yeah it's, it's fine it's fine i i think i'm kind of neutral about it ew. i just think i don't it's think such I an, hate it's such an, it. oh i don't think it's an ew i don't do. think it's an ew it's an ew i don't think it's an ew for me it's an ew um 
But so the thing about that, which I didn't have time to get into, so but I'm, now I'm we stealing can, some more whatever. time. What the, it was actually a joke. What he said was, I like. I think a woman should wear. Uh, nylons or pantyhose or whatever you call them with a nice seam up the back oh, that's of them. okay. And then the other guy said, those aren't seams, those are veins. Because <laughs> these two guys were like in their 60s and 70s. Yeah. Yeah. They so. were really cute. But it's funny also that like Jill dances with like the one who sounds like more of a dick. Oh, well, that, and, that was the creepy guy yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, why didn't she Tim, dance and, with and it wasn't like the she, sweet guy who lost That's the thing. Life. It wasn't like she walked in and was like, oh, hey, you're nice. Tim was like, Here already go. knowing this guy, was yeah. like, take my wife. I got to talk to this guy. Well, I guess it's better he talks to the guy. Right, because if he talked to the other dude, he would have yeah, like gone home and beat Jill or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> well, um, I love Ooh. the new format. I thought it, it was yeah. exhilarating. Yeah. Being on the clock is you know, something it's, different. It's crazy. I notice it like when I edit and stuff that like you, when you watch a thirty second commercial, it doesn't like it feels like forever. But when you need to make something fit thirty seconds, it's impossible. Right. Yeah. And I thought that like early when we were setting up this <laughs> earlier when we were out out front yeah. and we were talking about how we were gonna do this tonight, I was like, oh, ten minutes is yeah, like yeah, that's a lot. Oh. And then right. even when you started yours tonight, I said, well, the episodes are only like twenty ish minutes, so you're really getting like. 30 seconds per right. minute to talk about it. Right. So I feel like you have plenty of time. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I realized no. when he gave me the two minute warning that I still had half an episode left. It must be hard to write the episodes to get that much content in. Well, that that's all storyboarding. Right. I don't know that's, how any of that works. I don't either. Well, uh, on that note, I anything else anybody wants to say? I think... Mm. We can't say anything yet. No. But <laughs> oh, we got some stuff in the pipeline. Yo, yeah. yeah. Tonight uh, was a successful Triple overhead. Night. Triple overhead. In pipeline. We've been watching a lot of surfing stuff lately. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the double overhead was for earlier. Yeah. Foot. Okay. yeah. Endless summer. You should watch it. I guess it's really, on Netflix. I list. guess just yeah. overhead would be five um, foot, Is it still but. called The queue? Was my list in Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I just say it's on summer, now. I've been meaning to watch that. No, 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 but when you add it to your it's your list now. I don't oh, add don't things. Do it's just oh, on there and then oh I search God. for it. So anyway, uh, we got I think we have another double episode or triple episode, triple overhead coming up and then we're going to do the a proper finale and then we'll we'll see where things take us. There's an mm-hmm. eyebrow raise from Jeremy, a very enthusiastic yeah. eyebrow oh, I'm raise. excited for where the, the future holds. Absolutely. Well, uh, find us on Twitter. It's something. Find us on Facebook. It's something else you probably already know by now. All right. If you made it to the episode whatever of this. The, I think you, we're on episode 18. Yeah. So you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, by the way, it's at MorePowerCast. That's on Twitter. And then More Power exclamation point podcast on Facebook. Everybody, have a great evening. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs>